You're listening to the Chapel Students Podcast. Ho, 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 and Merry Christmas. Welcome to the Chapel Students Podcast. I'm your host, KJ Julian, and I'm so stoked that you're here today. You're probably on Christmas break right now, and I'm honored that you're probably in your your pajamas. Maybe you're in the car on your way to family's house, hanging out, doing some more Christmas celebrations with people, and I'm so glad that we are spending time together over the holiday break. Man, I love Christmas break, and I hope you're just having the best time with family and friends and relaxing and doing no homework and doing no school anything and you're able to just relax. I am so stoked for today's episode. This is episode 16 and it's the last episode of season one of the Chapel Students podcast. I can't even believe we've done 16 of these. It's been such a wild ride and it's been the most fun ever. And today is going to be no different because we've got the one and the only Catherine Miles in the house. What's up, Catherine? How are you doing? Hi, I'm good. Um, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me on. You are so welcome. I'm I'm so honored that you would spend some of your day and your time here with us. I know you've got a crazy schedule. We're recording this before Christmas break, so I know they're you know probably throwing all sorts of tests and quizzes and end of year semester stuff on you. Yes, is that true? Oh yeah, definitely. They're all trying to like wrap up every unit. And so we have like tests every single day. It is a lot. What is your hardest class that you've just like got going on right now? Um, honestly, AP literature for me, just because that is like not my thing at all. But I'm really trying. And honestly, it's kind of fun because I have some friends in there. But it is definitely my most difficult class. What's your cakewalk class? Like you just show up and you're like, this is a breeze. Um, probably econ. Econ. Yeah. I don't know. Econs just always kind of come like more easy to me. And the stuff's pretty straightforward. Like I'm the type of person where I can just like study something and then I got it. Like you don't really have to apply it that much, which yes. is awesome. Yeah. Those are the best kinds of classes where you yeah. just show up and you're like, I can put in minimal effort to this because I know I'm like, okay, I get this stuff. Yes, exactly. So Christmas hasn't happened yet by like, by now they're listening. It probably has, but for us right now, it hasn't. What are you most looking forward to about Christmas? Um, honestly, probably like decorating gingerbread houses with my family. It's like my favorite thing. My sister and I always like, we're all so competitive. So we always go at each other. Do you, um, do you guys, here's something that I just realized people decorate gingerbread houses, but I don't know anyone who eats them after they're done. Do you eat yours? No, absolutely not. Yeah. If you eat yours, please let me know because you are probably the only person on earth who like decorates. Cause I feel like the candy they give you is also just the lamest worst candy ever and i feel like it already comes stale yeah it's yeah that's probably true because who knows how long that's just been hanging out on a shelf yeah like right now no one knows this but everyone now knows this i have two leftover gingerbread houses from last year Mm -hmm. in the attic that i'm using for the middle school house party uh for our christmas party because we don't eat them so we just needed them to just build and i didn't want to throw them away there's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with them but i'm like who knows? Like, if they just keep reusing them, maybe the world assumes nobody touches them yeah. and eats them. Yeah, I mean, I would. Yeah, that's what we do, too, especially when they go on clearance and stuff at the end of the season. You got to scoop some up for next year. Do you ha- Did you mail Santa your list? I did, yeah. Do you think you're going to get anything off of it? Um, I hope so. 
That's yeah. good. Yeah. Um, do you guys travel? Um, we don't. We stay here. My family is the family that always hosts for every single holiday. Okay. And who comes? Like from far away or local or like the same people or different? Um, my aunt recently moved to Hawaii and she always comes for Christmas, but this year she won't be able to make it, which is super sad. But she's probably our farthest relative. Everyone else lives in Virginia and they all just come over like the morning um, of Christmas. Did you have you been to Hawaii? I have not. Dude, it's awesome. Really? I've been three times. Yeah. And it's just the best. I want you. Is that aunt coming? Uh, not, no, this year she's not, um, but she'll be here for my sister's wedding in June. So okay. we'll see her soon. Wow. That, I mean, that's a really far trip too. That's it like, is. that's a really long plane ride. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay. And this upcoming weekend tomorrow is freedom conference. Yes. And I know you can't really talk too much about freedom, but I know that there are people that are probably listening to this that are interested in doing freedom. What would you tell someone who's on the fence or who would maybe be like, I want to do that. Like when I turn 16, I want to be in a freedom group. Like what did it do for you this semester? Oh my gosh. It was so awesome. It was so eye opening for me. Like, I don't know, the content that I got there was just stuff that I wasn't even aware of. And getting to hear like your peers talk about it is so reassuring that you're not the only one going through something. And the leaders are so awesome, too. I don't know. I loved it. I wish I could do it again. So definitely do it, whether you're on the fence or you're looking forward to it. Jump in. Wow. You know, this is the first time we've ever done Freedom Conference or Freedom Group for students. And for me, it was one of the best times I've ever had. Like, doing it with teenagers was so different than doing it with the adults. Um, Or, like, I've done a men's group. I've done a co-ed group. And doing it with students was just so life-giving. It was really cool to see you guys go through all this stuff and conferences this weekend. And I am i can't wait for you guys. It's going to be really, really, really good. Yeah, I'm so excited. Um, Man, that's awesome. Well, I want to just kind of jump right into it. Um, hopefully, again, you guys are having an awesome Christmas break. Enjoy that time with your friends and your family. Sleep in, stay up late, watch Christmas movies, eat cereal for dinner, uh, do all the things because it's just the most, like, it's true what they say. It's the most wonderful time of the year. And uh, it's also like, man, you have Christmas and then it's New Year's and then there's nothing until like Easter. So, or I guess Valentine's Day. So just enjoy all this time. And I'm hoping, I don't know if it'll, I remember last year for Christmas, it snowed or it didn't snow, but it was just so cold. You remember Christmas yes, Eve was like the yes. coldest day you've ever had in mm-hmm. your life. I'm hoping we get like one good snow this I year. I agree. Like I we agree. need it. Yeah. For sure. Even if it just snowed like two inches, it's more than like we've gotten in the past few years. I would just love that. I know. And snow days from school, oh, they're so You can't beat that. And Celia has never really seen snow. Like she kind of did. And it was the lamest snow ever. Yeah. I wanted to really see like a good snow this Mm -hmm. winter. Yeah. Man. All right. Well, we're going to just jump right in. So you you and I were texting uh, a couple weeks ago. And uh, you play basketball, correct? Yes. That's right. And where do you play for? Um, I play at Midlow, so right around the corner. Shout out to Midlow. Yes. And um, how's the season going? Um, right now we're three and one. We have a game tonight, so hopefully four and one. You have a game tonight? Yes. What time? Um, seven o'clock. What time do you have to be at practice? Uh. 5.45. Okay, great. We will yeah. definitely be out of here. Yeah. Okay, I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, um, we're all good. Who do you play tonight? Cosby. 
Ooh, that's a big one, I feel like, yeah, right? Who's, like, rivalry. your main rivalry? Probably Cosby or, like, James River. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like Clover Hill would say Cosby because they're, like, right down the street from each other, but you're further from Cosby. Mm-hmm. Would I guess, is anyone, whose rival is, like, Monikin? Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess we kind of rival with Monikin, but I don't know, honestly. That's I can okay. only really speak for Midlow. <laughs> and how many years have you been playing basketball for Midlow? Um, for Midlow, this is my third year. I played JV one year, and then this is my second year on varsity. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, senior year? Mm-hmm. So this is your last go around. Yes. How's that feel? I'm so sad, honestly. I'm so sad to leave it. I'm definitely going to come back to watch games. Like, everything about senior year is so sad to me. Yeah, everything is like a last. Yeah, it is. Which is a tough thing. Yeah, for sure. Um, is this the first time you play Cosby this year, or like is this the second time around? Um, this is the first time around with okay. Cosby. Yeah. Who's supposed to win tonight? Um, it's actually like up in the air. I mean, obviously, I would say us, but sure. I don't know. I feel like we're pretty evenly matched. Okay. So. And what position do you play? I play center. Have you always played center? Yeah, I've always been the tall one. You're tall. Yeah. When I played basketball uh, as a kid until like I was 15, I was always center too. Yeah. And it was... It was a lot of fun to be like the tall person. Mm-hmm. It is get the it rebounds. Is. Yeah, man. Sure. So you play basketball, and you um, you texted me, and one thing that you said, and I'm going to kind of just share that yeah. if that's okay. You said um, you were talking about a game. Um, I was walking you like through that, hearing about how that game went, and you said uh, one of my uh, favorite things that I've like ever read um from students and it says uh some of my hardest trials are on the court and then immediately after that i said that sounds like a podcast episode do you want to do one and you were so like yeah i'm all in and so i love that about you so thank you for being here um because i totally put you on the spot with that what did and i was so curious because that sounded like there was a story involved in that like some of my hardest trials are on the court and that sounds like other student athletes, you know, could say the same thing on the field um, for football or for soccer or for baseball or for field hockey. I know students we know are on the ice, uh, like they play hockey in a like a league. So, like, I'm going to kind of just ask you, what did you mean by that? What kind of trials do you face on the court and how has how is that shaping who you are and as a teammate, as a believer, as a student, like open up about what you meant by that? Um, I feel like sometimes it's easy to get caught up in like the competitiveness of the game and kind of just like everyone around you, like, cause everyone's supposed to have like, like those rivalries, like that type of thing. And sometimes when I'm on the court, I get like so caught up in it and like, you'll see someone fall or something. And like, I don't know, sometimes I struggle to put God first in that and like representing like that it's for his glory. A lot of times that falls back in my mind. Um, if I can be honest. And so please. I don't know. It's just like really hard when you're like thinking and you're like, whoa, wait a minute. It's like that is not for his glory at all. Or like something you'll say in the locker room. And it's like, whoa, I cannot believe I just said that. Like, do you feel like um, do you feel like you find yourself on the court being like I like you make a point or like you, you know, you sink a basket or you make a rebound or whatever uh, or you do something that's just amazing final 30 seconds of the game kind of thing do you feel like it's really easy to take all the attention on yourself or do you feel like it's easy for you to reflect christ in those moments um 
I feel like this year I'm a lot better on like reflecting like wow like this is like all for like for Jesus and like he's the one who's like allowing me to do this but last year for sure like I would do something and like in my head I'm, I'm immediately just like wow like yeah I did that and then I like this year I've learned to like take a step back and be like no like I didn't do that like I don't know it's been like my the big Lord struggle. through you did yeah that. exactly what does what does it look like like can you give an example of maybe like a time where you think or like where you did do something and you're like oh my gosh that wasn't that that wasn't really me that was the Lord but I I took the credit like it looked like it was me or I told everyone like thanks I'm really good like I'm I'm great but it really isn't you it's the Lord but you took like that spotlight um I remember it was last year and we were playing at Prince George I think and I remember I had this play where I got an and one which is like if you don't play basketball it's where you make the basket but like someone fouled you so you get a free throw like on top of it and I remember I made it and I was like so pumped and all my friends were like hyping me up and I remember watching it on huddle and I was like oh yeah like that's awesome that was all me and like I remember (laughs) thinking about it later like it's always when I get in bed I feel like I'm like wow like no that was not mm -mm." isn't that crazy how at the end of the day our thoughts just crash into our the front of our head and you're like oh I didn't do that right or oh I I didn't handle that correctly or I could have done that better right Uh I feel like though the Lord gives us you know mercy and gives us like forgives us and is like soft with us in those moments when we recognize it I think when we recognize it it's wrong if we recognize it and keep going for sure but when when he when the Holy Spirit I feel like convicts us of that Mm -hmm. and says you didn't do this right when we choose to say I'm gonna I'm gonna repent of that or I'm gonna you know what next time you're right like I need to handle that better. Yeah. And yeah. I didn't handle myself in a Christ-like way today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you feel like your your teammates, what's it like being a Christian on the Midlow women's basketball team? Um, For me, I am super grateful to have a team with other Christians on it. Like some of my best friends, like all a lot of them are Christian too. My coach even, which is so helpful. Wow, that is helpful. Yeah, it's so awesome. Like for Freedom this weekend, I even told her, I was like, hey, like I won't be able to make Saturday practice. And she was like super understanding and she wanted me to talk about it. She was like, what is Freedom Conference? And she was like, that's so awesome. No way. Yeah, so that's I'm cool. super blessed to have that because I know not everyone does. And like my teammates, um, one of them, she her dad's a pastor at a church. And yeah, it's just super awesome to be surrounded by people that who also believe because they can help keep you accountable. Wow. Do you guys have, do you guys ever have like a prayer before or after a game? Do you ever do anything like that together? Honestly, we haven't, but I've been thinking about that a lot this year and it is hard because we do have like some non-believers on the team. So it's kind of difficult too with public school to yeah. like, I don't know. I always pray myself before a game, but I do want to propose to our coach, like maybe a team prayer and like, you don't feel like you have to join, but like everyone's more than welcome to. Yeah. You are allowed to pray in school. Yeah. So like, it can't be, I know that they can't be like a, uh, a sanctioned thing that yes, they put, yes. put on, but yeah. you can lead that as a right. student. No one can stop yeah. you from doing that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's awesome. Um, I grew up in high school. I played volleyball mm-hmm. and I was one of the only believers on my team and that felt pretty isolating, especially, I don't know what it's like now, but on the bus, Mm. going to games, coming back from games, it was nuts. Um, But, you know, it's so encouraging to hear you say that 
uh, you have accountability, you have yeah. friends, you have people who like get what you're going through mm-hmm. and how to help you. Mm-hmm. I think that's massive. Yeah. It makes a huge difference. Definitely. It definitely does because it's so easy to just fall into like the trap of like the competitiveness and everything. And like, I don't know if you start to like feel a certain type of way towards like other players on different teams and stuff. Like, I don't know. It's really nice to have a teammate who can be like, Hey, like, wait a minute. And you've had some games where they're like kind of big blowout games. Yes. Tell me about that being like a Christian and like, cause it could be really easy to be like, you guys suck. Or like, yeah. you know, Oh, ha ha ha. Like you guys are terrible. Like, yeah. and just make it all about you. Mm-hmm. What is that like to be like having, I don't know, having the sensitivity or having the, the, the mind of Christ in moments like that, especially if your teammates are doing that and yeah. you're trying to not be that way. What mm-hmm. is that like? Um, I think on the court, it's especially like if you have a good shot or something, it's not doing like any of the little like, oh, like sit down, like you can't see me, like any of those types of like signs with like your hands or anything. Um, I think it's super important to stay away from that. And also like even just being respectful to the other players, like if someone falls down, like help them back up, like it's not hurting you or your team to help someone up off the floor. If anything, it's just it just it just shows such good sportsmanship yeah. to just it's a person on the exactly, ground help them up exactly and like also like when you're like shaking hands at the end of the game like you don't need to put your hand down or like give them a fist or something do like people just, do all that yes oh my gosh Man, you would be on. so surprised it's crazy i mean like just say i don't know like it's simple stuff like that it's just like going down the line and like telling everyone like hey good game like yeah do you feel like uh, people notice when you do the right thing, or do you feel like you're doing the right thing and no one, no one even knows? Um, you're helping someone up, a, yeah. a teammate, or not a teammate, an opposing teammate or opposing player on the ground, or someone who like drains a super good like three pointer, and you just say like, "Hey, great shot." Yeah. If you do that, do you feel like anyone notices or cares, or do you feel like people actually see that? Um, I feel like people actually see that, like. I remember, I think it was a game or two ago where I helped someone up off the other team and the ref looked at me and he said, hey, that's great sportsmanship. And it kind of caught me by surprise. I was like, oh, thank you. Because it was like me and then someone else on my team had run over to help the girl up. And the like, ref looked at us. He's like, hey, that's great sportsmanship. Wow, come on. Yeah, it was so awesome. Um, and I do feel like my team is super positive together. Um, and our energy is just awesome. So like anytime anyone makes a three, like we're so happy for each other that everyone's Mm. like, wow, like we even talk about, we're like, wow, our energy is so awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I know like in volleyball, when someone does like a, like spikes it or does something or, um, yeah, like whenever they get a point, people Mm -hmm. always like come together in the middle of the court and they do like a big hug or like a huddle or a big chant and then they move back to their positions. Mm -hmm. I know basketball is a little different, but like it's cool to hear that there's good camaraderie on your team. Oh, yeah, for sure. And especially with you being a senior um, on varsity, you know, you're on your way out. Mm -hmm. And so some of the JV girls are watching and some of your other teammates who are varsity but are juniors are looking to you, Catherine, and are saying, something's different. Like she just has a better attitude or she just has such a great head on her shoulders or she just like plays the game in a different way than I do. I want to be like Catherine, like you're leaving a legacy behind after you're out of Midlow. There's the team's going to keep going. Yes. Even people who are like under you right now will be in your shoes a year from now. Yeah. And you're showing them the ropes and how to do that. Mm-hmm. Whether you know, do you know that? Like, um, 
a little bit. I feel like I've gotten like little glimpses of it. Like I remember this girl on JV came up to me. I said something. I was like, oh, I'm not in a good mood today. And she came up to me and she was like, I feel like you're always in a good mood. You're so positive. And it just, I don't know, like it made my whole day. Like I was like, wow. Like, and that kind of made me realize like, yeah, people like are looking up to you and ever like someone's always watching you, like whether you realize it or not. Mm. Which is so strong because you're reflecting like Christ. You're Mm -hmm. reflecting chapel you're reflecting chapel students like students at your school hear about what chapel students is like or know about motion or whatever and so you're showing them that like this is what it looks like to be an authentic you know jesus follower someone who like has up up days and down days but still is like choosing to have joy and pursue the lord Mm -hmm. and is just a human like you have great days you have you make mistakes whatever but you're showing them this is what this can look like yes, for you. Yes. And I'm no better than you. Right. But here on the court, like we can be equals and play basketball and, and have this common joy and mm-hmm. fun together. And there's still something different about me that I want others to know yeah. and see. And I want people to know me because of that. Like, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm, I love my team so much. I could talk about them for hours. What's been the best part about being a student athlete? Um, honestly, the friendships that you make, like I have met three of like my best friends, like my bestest friends ever through basketball. Wow. Yeah. Uh, do you guys, do you do more with each other outside of basketball or do you really only, are you really just like basketball friends? Um, we do a lot outside of basketball. Like we get dinner together like three times a week like after practice or something. Yeah. And like, we'll get breakfast if we have like a Saturday practice or a game, we'll get breakfast before. Yeah. I love that, mm-hmm. man. And that's the kind of stuff that lasts forever. Yeah. Like, that's not just like, cool, we're out. Bye. See you never again. It's yeah. like, these are lifelong friendships yes. that you're building. Mm-hmm. And it's just through something like basketball. Yeah. How, um, where have you seen the Lord work? Like on your team through, like, have you ever been able to, like, you even just said like this one where the girl was like, Hey, you always seem like super happy. Like that's the Lord working the sportsmanship yeah. thing. Like the Lord's working and showing you like, have you ever seen the, how have you seen like the Lord use you in other instances on the team or because of your position as a basketball player? Um, I think it was last year, one of my friends and I, during warm-ups and stuff, we were just, like, talking about church, and some of the other girls on the team were like, oh, like, what churches do you guys go to? And we were just talking, and we ended up being able to invite them to church, and they hadn't been in, like, a long time. Wow. Yeah, so, um, yeah, they ended up going for a while. Um, I'm not sure if they do or not anymore, but it was just a super awesome opportunity to be, like, one of the people that planted the seeds for them. And this year, too, like last night, one of my friends who's already a believer, though, I was talking about First Wednesday in the locker room. She was like, well, it's First Wednesday. So I told her and we went together last night. She was here. Yeah. Dude, wasn't First Wednesday insane last night? Yes, it was awesome. Dude, that was like one of the best First Wednesdays ever. Yeah. It's so cool. One thing that I noticed was um, we started the night with like a choir. Mm -hmm. And then we ended the night with a choir. Yeah. And it was a choir of like former inmates yes. and, and people from Chesterfield County Jail. And mm-hmm. they were all singing and up there as like a big family. Yes. And that was like really special to hear the choir's voices. Yes. But then to hear the choir of former inmates and people in recovery and people who are like getting their, turning their lives around and who have like come full circle with the Lord is just like, 
Wow, what a powerful night that yeah, was. Yeah, it was so awesome. And I was so happy to have like my teammate by my side through like wor- getting to worship with her was so incredible. What did she think of it? Did she, she get to talk to you afterwards it. or tell you? Yeah, after she was like, wow, that was awesome. And like during we kept looking at each other and we were like, wow, it was so cool. And like when the inmates were talking and stuff, we were just like, oh, like this is so cool. That one I think is uh, the first guy. Who, oh, yeah. not, Mar- not Marlon the three, but oh. when the two at the end, the one with the chapel stickers, that was yes. such a crazy story. That was crazy. I know. And her and I were sitting together and we were like laughing because the bumper stickers. And she was like, don't you have one on your car? <laughs> yeah. They are everywhere. Yes, I see them are. everywhere. And when I see someone, I always try to like speed up to be able to be like, oh, don't know them. Yeah. Or like I wave or something. Yes, that's really me fun. Me too. Me too. Oh, that's so good. Um, what advice do you have For other student athletes, maybe a a student who would also say, some of my hardest trials are on the court or on the field or on the ice. Like, what would you tell them? How would you encourage them to continue to pursue the Lord even in the midst of their sport? Yeah, um, I would say that power is obviously like so powerful like before a game I always pray like even if I forget sometimes I'll be doing like layups and warm-ups and in my head I'm just like praying and I'm like hey father god like sorry I waited till the last second but um I always pray and just ask god to like help me give him the glory and keep my eyes focused on him throughout the game and that he would like allow other people to like wonder like oh what's different about her so that I have the opportunity to share with like friends and teammates and everything. So I think praying before a game is like my best answer. And then also I would say to just like keep your eyes like on God the whole game. Like I think about actions that I do throughout the game and in my head I'm like, was that for his glory? Like Mm. and I kind of reflect on it even while I'm playing. Or like if I'm sitting on the bench getting water, I'll be like, how did I do out there and how can I fix it when I go back in? Do you have a verse that you, and it's okay if you don't, but I'm just thinking of like, do you have a verse while you're out there or that like comes to your mind while you're like running or you're in a challenging time? Is there anything that like gets you through or do you generally just pray or? Um, Generally, I just pray or I listen to a worship song because I love worship music. Like that is my thing. I'm always jamming to it. What's your, do you have like headphones on or AirPods in when you're doing your warmups and stuff? Yeah. What song is playing? Um, My favorite's Nobody But jesus because i feel like that's really good before a game just like reminding you like i don't know like it's for him and i don't know it just really fixes my eyes on him Mm. okay one of my final questions for you is why do you think it's so important to make your faith known on your team like why is it important for your friends to know that you believe in jesus and that's how you live Um, I think it's really important because one, like it gives you the opportunity to talk about your faith and share it with people that maybe don't have the opportunity at home. Um, Yeah, because I know like a lot of people, they just like haven't been taught. Like they have no idea, like they don't even know what they're missing. And so I think getting to share your faith is, I don't know, it's just life changing too, just getting to hear other people. Um, So definitely making yourself known, like allows people to come to you and ask you questions. Mm. And also just, like, letting people know to also respect your faith. Because I know that, like, especially in public school, like, it's a struggle. Like, people make, like, jokes all the time. And so I always, like, make it known, like, hey, like, I believe in that. And, like, if they make a joke, I'm like, like, that's not cool. That's a really big deal. Yeah. I feel like it's really easy. I mean, in TV shows and mm. all over, it's really easy to make fun of Christians. Yeah, it uh, is. And that makes it feel like 
there's no one out there or that you're alone. Right. But the reality is like you're not. Yeah. I know. And I it's know. so cool to hear that, like, your team is, has been a safe place for you. Yes. And it's also, you know, one thing that I'll share with you, Catherine, is I graduated high school in 2007, so however long ago that was. Yeah. And I um, uh, I, I feel like at times was one of the only Christians I knew in some of my friend circles yeah. or in, like, my show choir class or in this circle or that. And, but people knew that I was a Christian. People knew that I like took my faith seriously, went to youth group, went to church, prayed, all that stuff. Um, and then after I graduated and like years later, like I'm married, I'm a youth pastor here. Students from my class would text me or like message me on Instagram or Facebook or something and be like, Hey, um, I just moved back into town. Uh, do you know of any churches in the area? Or, hey, like, you pray. Can you pray for this thing going on in my family or this thing going on with my friend or my aunt, uncle, whatever? Uh, and I even remember getting lunch with a friend of mine who, like, in high school would have totally rejected this. But yeah. then as we were adults, was pursuing the Lord on his own. And, like, the Lord was getting a hold of him and he was open and soft and, and like, responsive to that. And started going to church and would come to me and ask me questions and dive a little deeper in that. But at the time in high school, I wasn't thinking that. Yeah. I wasn't aware of that. Mm -hmm. But it's the impact that you're making now that's planting seeds, like you said, yeah. and that people will remember because yeah. when they're hopeless or they don't know where to turn, they might just be like, oh, uh, Catherine, Catherine knows Jesus. Like she prays or she has a really strong faith maybe she would be interested in praying for me or maybe she would be willing to meet with me to tell me about this more. That seems so crazy and so like that doesn't happen, but it happened to me. And it just reminds me that, I don't know, people are paying attention and yeah. people are looking at you even though they might make jokes or say things or put you down in some sort of way or put you in a box. They're eventually people, I feel like, try everything to fill the God-shaped hole in their yes, lives. Yes. And when they just come up empty for the billionth time, they're like, okay, I'll give this a shot. Who, You know what? I'll talk to Catherine about it. And she can probably help point me in the right direction. And I think that's, I think that really does happen. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, it opens doors for so many people. Like, even if you don't realize it, like people might just be like making a mental note in their head. Like, oh, like if I need someone, like I know she's there. Man. And being aware of that now is crucial. Yeah. And it's cool how the Lord is using you through something like basketball mm -hmm. to help you care for others, be a good sport, love other students who like, you know, when you have some of these crazy blowout games, like that's got to just be really hard to be on that other team or be right, like, man, all these sure. people are just yeah. making fun of me or they're being nice to me here. But when they leave, like they got something else to say. I know it. And like yeah. you just being an like your authentic self and accepting people and loving them and hey good game like way to go that was an awesome shot or great yeah, block or yeah. you got more rebounds than anyone else out here today yes, like that yes. kind of stuff just saying those things mm -hmm. when someone could be down i feel like the lord is using you in massive ways to yeah. make a huge impact on your team that yeah. will outlast you when you graduate yeah for sure. It's really cool. I know. I know. It's crazy to think about too. Like you never think like, oh me and like, uh, I don't know. It's weird. 
Is there anything else that you would say to the students who are listening today? Any kind of advice, anything, anything about anything that you would just share with them as we're like closing up here, just anything you want them to know? Um, honestly, I would say like, don't be afraid to talk about your faith. Cause I don't know. It just, like I was saying, like, you just never know who's listening. Like someone might like need to hear what you have to say. And even if people seem uninterested, they might be someone who needs to hear it the most. And don't get frustrated if your friends like don't take it at first, because our job like isn't to force them to it, but to give them opportunity. And so, yeah, just don't be afraid to talk about it. Also, don't be forceful, though. That's a good point. Yeah. You know, sometimes I feel like we don't allow the Holy Spirit to do what he does. And right. so we're like, it's all on me. And yeah. it's like, really, yeah. actually not. No, it's like, yeah. be obedient. If the Lord's leading you to say something to someone or leading you to talk about something or putting you in a situation, do that thing. Mm-hmm. But then trust that, like, God's God. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. And he can do... He can do he can he can do so much if you just bring your loaves and your fish, mm-hmm. right? Like if you're just like, mm-hmm. here's all I have, God's like perfect. Yes. I, leave yes. it to me. I can multiply that and yeah. do something massive with it. Dude, Catherine, man, come on. Thank you so much for being here. This is so awesome. Thanks for sharing your wisdom and your insights and just your time today. And I hope that your game goes well tonight against Cosby. Go Trojans. And I hope that you you. guys just uh, have just a great rest of your season. Thanks for being a part of the podcast today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. I'm so glad we made it work and everything. Yeah. I really hope that you listening really benefited from her just openness and vulnerability about something just, it might, it's basketball for Catherine, but for you, it might be gaming. It might be, you know, having like playing games over, uh, like a game over comms with your friends. You might still be able to use that time witnessing and loving your friends, telling them about Jesus. It might be in a club after school. It might be some other extracurricular that you do. You can use that platform. It's not just that thing. It's that thing. And then bring Jesus into it and look at what he can do. And that's exactly what Catherine's doing. And the God is, God is totally blessing that and working in just a massive way. So on behalf of our whole church, our whole team, We are so proud of you, and we are honored to have you be a chapel student, and we're just so, we're like watching and cheering you on from afar, and we we love you. So thanks for doing all that you do to represent Christ and our church and our student community so well. Thank you so much. I know I have so much love for chapel students. I mean, I've been here since I was in like sixth grade. It's so crazy to be like here on the podcast now so many years later. Yeah. And you're on your way out. It's just crazy. Yeah. Seven years has gone by and then bam, like you're about to head out. Like that's insane how fast time goes. I know. When you're in sixth grade, you don't really think that's me soon, but like, bam, here you are. Yeah, Yeah. Man. Well, I hope the rest of your senior year all the lasts that you have like are really sweet and memorable yeah, and you're able you. to like the Lord allows you to be present mm-hmm. in that and is like yeah. really near to you in those like sometimes difficult or sad moments. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Man, well chapel students, happy new year and again merry christmas. Again, drive safely wherever you're going. Hopefully we're getting some snow over this break. I'm going to believe it and just pray that the Lord brings us such a good snow, maybe even a white Christmas. Who knows? Only time will tell. We will see you in the new year. We've got amazing things coming up in 
2024. We've got 21 days of prayer starting on Sunday, January 7th. We've got our fasting event on the 19th and 20th, so don't miss that. We've got first Wednesday, January 3rd, motion night on the 10th, motion midweek. This is a motion midweek month where we've got three of them for the month of January. There's five Wednesdays, if you can believe that. It's just going to start the year off with a bang, and we are so expectant of what the Lord's going to do. So don't miss it. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at chapelstudents.ric and chapelstudents.midlow. We love you. Hopefully you have a great day, and we'll see you next time. Peace. Bye, guys.